episode 17, chapter 2 of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Chris Lamberth. And I'm Josh Havens. We're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that He will help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. Today, we're continuing our conversation with Russell Verhey. Russell Verhey is on a mission to build leaders, leaders who have committed their lives for redemptive purposes. As a coach and author, his passion is to move leaders from inspiration to impact in their area of influence. He graduated with a Bachelor's of Arts in Entrepreneurship from Kennesaw State University and has a Master's Degree in Leadership Development from Denver Seminary. He's run his own business, been part of R12 Invested Business Roundtables, and invested in the lives of CEOs through his work as a coach and chair of Convene in Colorado Springs. He now runs The Advance, an organization he founded a few years ago to meet the expanding leadership development needs and team challenges of his leadership clients. The most important thing to him is faith and family. He says God is the source of everything good in his life. He and his wife, Carrie, have been married for 23 years, and they have four children. The key to having a great conversation is learning to serve the other person. When you're on the receiving end of a conversation like this, you walk away from it feeling valued and truly heard. In this chapter, Russell unpacks what it means to be a conversationalist, someone who intentionally finds ways to serve others in the everyday conversations that we have. It may be daunting to think about serving others in every conversation, but it can be simpler than you think. Sometimes all it takes is a friendly ear to listen and someone who truly values what the other person is saying. Let's start with what is a conversationalist? How do you define that? Because it's the purpose of the book and you use it all kinds of ways. So when we use that word, how should we think about it? (sighs) You're testing my knowledge a little bit because there's a textbook definition that's written in the book. But as I just listen to the spirit of that question, it's uh, responsive out of, if I could put it in one word, it's curiosity. It's a curiosity that when you step into either old familiar relationships or even somebody you just met for the first time, it's just almost like leaning in a little bit and going, hey, what's up? I mean, I'm like really interested in what's going on today or this week and 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 entering into just, you know, their world. And, and so starting there with this just curiosity about someone else. And, and when you enter into that, there is just a natural connection. Because even right there, um, that moves you um, beyond just um, reporting and possibly even posturing or having some agenda. Um, and and the, the so there's this fun curiosity side of a conversationalist, but if I could, you know, go to another level of depth in terms of a conversationalist, in terms of a principle, that's truly the heart work, um, as I've reflected on it, and and frankly, it's it's just hard, and you have to really reconcile this. Is am I coming into this conversation? Am I coming into this relationship? to serve myself or to serve someone else. And and I hate to be so candid and simplistic about it, 
but it, it really will be the measure of success in that relationship, depending on are you, are you just coming to get your needs met? Are you truly coming because you, you, you want to add value and, and you know, ultimately bless and encourage uh, someone else that you have the opportunity to spend some time with? And so there's the there's the there's this 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 almost the smile of the conversationalist. And then there's the spirit of the conversationalist as you enter in. So uh, that that would be a way I capture it. And I probably wrote it a little differently in the book. But that's the way I would you know, that's the, that's the threshold. <laughs> sure. No. And, we, and that's what we like. I mean, if they want to read the book, they in which we highly encourage everyone to do then you should go pick up a copy of it. And you do have the textbook definition, but we're not after the textbook right now. I think that was <laughs> well said and, and well put because it, 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 and it's, it is simple, but it's also been one of the hardest things that I've found to implement of walking into every conversation and saying, how can I serve this person more than I serve myself? Even when you legitimately need to get something from that person. You know, am I walking away, leaving them with more than than what they had before I came? And that's a really challenging. Um, it's a tall it's it's a tall order to to measure up to, and it's why I love what you say here. You say the intensity that you develop as a conversationalist will be equal to how people inspire you. It, it just all goes back to that curiosity. Can you elaborate that on that a little bit more, though? Like, what what do you mean by how people inspire you. Uh, <laughs> thank you for capturing it so um, clearly. Uh, I, that that really is the, the 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 joy that I find in the conversations. That's the kid like nature of being able to enter into somebody uh, when when you. Look, let me capture it this way, that when your story brushes up somebody else's story, there's there's a connection. And if you're willing to hang in there long enough to pick up pieces of their story, that's like, there's a wow factor in there, isn't it? It's like, wow, how did you overcome that? Wow, how did you have the courage to step into that? Wow, where did you even come up with that idea? In the first place, you know, in, in that 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 piece of their story, when it has the opportunity to intersect with maybe where you had to overcome something or where you had the courage required in that moment. And all of a sudden it's in that place where we have this elusive idea of what chemistry looks like in relationship where it's like, well, we just don't have chemistry, you know. Well, did you did you hang in there long enough to potentially, you know, find some mutual common ground, if you will? And so something in that word inspiration that has a lot of significance for me is, you know, it, it's it's a capturing of where we've been and where we are today. And it's like and the funny thing about story, as most of us have experienced, is the story is not done yet. <laughs> So all of a sudden it's like, wow, okay, so we did this in the past and we didn't even realize it. And this is where we are today. And so the inspiration allows us to perhaps, what if we could step into the story together and, and there's mutual exchange, there's mutual encouragement. And so that's where the fires, if you will, 
you know, ignites even and even, you know, brighter uh, with more fervency because now you've got somebody to partner with uh, moving forward. So you asked a big question and that's the best way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've both been uh, in, in church ministry before, and I think, at least for me anyway, I'm coming to realize that one of the things that people are looking for in a church congregation is those kinds of convers- uh, relationships that are built over a, a long period of time where our stories can, like you're saying, brush up against each other a little bit more, and we learn to to look at those stories that other people have and learn from them. and. Uh, those things take time and intentionality to develop, and it feels like a lot of people are dismissing relationships because they don't want to put the effort and the intentionality into hearing somebody else's story and thinking, how can I serve them in this? How can I gain uh, insight and wisdom from their story? A lot of times we think, uh, like as a, as a youth pastor, I have nothing to learn from my students, or uh, as a parent, I have nothing to learn from my children. Well, they have, they have their own stories, and God's doing a work in their life, and he can teach you a whole lot through the stories of other people that you might not think you can learn much from if you just take the time to listen and be intentional about serving them in the conversation and the relationships as you work through those things together. So. Yeah, I, I want to capture this just from the context of this you know, discussion is— it's it's a belief of leaning into uh, the theology of you know the, the 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 conversation related to these people are made in the image of God, and my temptation is to check out too quickly and put them in a vanilla wrapper and judge a book by a cover, whatever cliche or metaphor you want to lean into. I've just like I, I've just summarized this person within a few minutes that I've made some conclusions that this is not worth pursuing because, you know, their, their life is just all in this perfect box. And I just don't think they're real. I don't think there are, you know, they're not authentic. And we just shut down something where it's like, hang on a second. That, that is so wrong on so many levels. Whereas, no, wait a second. They have a redemptive story. That they are the recipient of grace. They are in a place where they need forgiveness. That you know, and all of a sudden it's like there there is something here that if I have the patience and the curiosity and and the the wisdom to ask a few questions, we might possibly get to something where we're now in that area of deep waters. And I think that's that's really the the charge or the challenge for the conversationalist is will we go beyond just the veneer of just quick cliche comments, news, weather, and sports, you know? And it's those details that allow us to enter in quickly to perhaps you know, well, why are those sports you know? and those engagements important to you. And you lean into just a little bit more about sports scores and stats. And all of a sudden you're about a minute or two away. Well, why is that important to you? It's because that's where my dad and I first had our, our, our first memory together. Hmm. Tell me more about that. We're not even five minutes in from going on about sports center to now we're talking about a story with a, a, a daughter and a dad or a son and a dad. And, and that, that's where the craft of the conversationalist goes 
where we're, we're below the veneer and we're, we're talking at a level that's beyond just, you know, everyday uh, engagement where it has the potential of just a thriving, healthy friendship that can come from just a few minutes of being intentional. I'm challenged by Russell's call to become more curious of other people. I tend to avoid small talk whenever I can because I feel that it's too mundane or surface level. I want to go deeper with people. But thanks to Russell and his book, The Conversationalist, I now see a clear path forward. I need to become more curious about people and their lives. It's not that I'm not interested, it's just that I'm usually intimidated. But this fear is often misplaced. We all love it when other people take the time and to show interest in our lives and want to get to know us better. So I want to invite you to join me today in being curious about the people around us. And during a conversation with a friend or coworker, begin to ask why and look for opportunities to go deeper with them. And if you're looking for even more tips and tricks how to become a better conversationalist, you should pick up a copy of Russell's book, The Conversationalist. And it just so happens that we are giving away a few copies of it. In fact, we are giving away two sets of two. So if you win, you can go through the book with a friend. So if you want to enter to win two free copies of The Conversationalist, click on the link in the show notes or head on over to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com slash pages slash giveaway and enter for a chance to win. Thanks for listening to the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. To find out more about Russell and his work, check out theadvance.net or go to buildingstrongleaders.com. There you can pick up a copy of his book, The Conversationalist, and even sign up for a course on building these life-defining relationships. If you want to stay up to date on everything that's happening with Daily Growth Discipleship, you can go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free or sign up on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.